All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Here's Johnny. Vanity. Definitely my favorite set. I am devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. The power of Christ compels you! This is my boomstick! What's your favorite scary movie? Good evening, and welcome to Shiver, a horror movie podcast. I am your host, David, and Daniel's not with me today, but in his stead, we have host extraordinaire, uh, we have titled him here, Better Let Me Guest Host, Ish, from the Better Let Me Tell You podcast. What's going Hello. on? Hello, thank you for having me. I think this is the first time that I've, I've solo guest hosted with either of you? Um, I think so. And yeah, it's... I think this is the first time that I've hosted without Daniel since he started doing it. So, um, I like how, it. I'm, I'm the Mark Consuelos to your Kelly Ripper. I like uh, it. Oh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so I, I am, I'm glad to be hanging with, uh, with my friend Ish. Um, we are talking about, uh, 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 one of the new ones we don't, I think yeah. very often do the the new stuff, but this is twice in a row that we're going with something new. Yeah. Uh, we are talking in a section that we're going to call <laughs> Toy Launch. We're talking Megan, uh, the, uh, the, the new-ish uh, film that came out uh, just a couple months ago. So this is a movie that I think um, like right from the get-go got a lot of attention. Yeah. It had uh, a really great trailer, really interesting trailer. And uh, right away, people started paying attention to this. Um, so what what was your initial reaction, number one, to the trailer? Because I think we got to talk about that trailer. And, and number two, to the movie itself. So my initial reaction to the trailer was like, oh, somebody watched the child's play reboot and figured out how to do it properly. Like they, <laughs> yeah. like they, 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 they figured out like, okay, yes, it's gotta be a sentient toy, but it can't just be like, and something went like, there's a, it can't be just like, there's a glitch. You had to right. give me something. Right. Um, so that was like really my first. And then, and then the bitch started dancing and I was in, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Sign me up. Like, let's, let's have at it. Um, in terms of the movie, so I actually just saw this movie a couple of days ago, mm -hmm. and then I rewatched uh, a big chunk of it today in preparation mm -hmm. for for the episode. I enjoyed it, and I, we'll dissect it, and we'll get into right. it. But I enjoyed it. I will watch it again, and probably again and again and again. <laughs> but I also want to remind listeners that. I am also the reason you did sleepaway camp. So my mileage of what is fun and enjoyable might be different than others. Um, but I can, I, like, I enjoyed it, but I also know that it could have been more. And I can understand how mm -hmm. some people might come up, come by it and say, I went in expecting X and I got Y and I don't know. Like, I, I, I can see how some people might have mixed uh, feedback. And, and, and I think that's where I am. I, I have mixed feedback because when I saw the trailer, my initial thought was, um, oh, no, they're doing Child's Play again. Um, because I, I'm a huge fan of the Child's Play series. Same. And um, I, I actually have not seen the reboot. 
but I know Maybe that it has, I know it has to do with AI, and I had zero interest in it until I heard That's Mark Hamill was involved. And then I was like, okay, maybe I will watch it. And then I haven't gotten around to it. Right. Um, but I um, I was immediately drawn to this movie because the trailer is so interesting. And there's that like ridiculously awkward dance that she does uh, in, in the trailer. We, we, we see it here. Uh, yes. If you're watching live, uh, she's walking down this hallway and she does this like really weird dance. And it's like kind of seductive but also like really wacky um it 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 reminds me now having you know i I saw this after wednesday it's kind of like that dance that uh jenna ortega does uh as wednesday you know it's just like it's weird it's out there megan megan did it first though megan did it first yeah so i'm saying like that's what i equated it to having seen wednesday first so uh so i was like okay I, i i gotta watch this and then i started hearing that uh, it was it was very campy, and I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm in for camp. I'm always right. in for camp. Uh, so I was surprised that it was not a child's play ripoff, because uh, to to my eyes, that trailer was child's play uh, with a girl. Yeah. yeah, child's play with a girl, and, and I was okay with that because I, I I like child's play enough, right? To to entertain that. So it wasn't that. And I was very happy that it wasn't that. But I don't think it was campy enough. I, I had been hearing um, you and I spoke about this. You're like, oh, you know, she's she's become a gay icon, you know, yeah, yeah. camp in the movie. And and I was like, OK, I get it. But but also, like, is it that campy? And and, and I think that that's that's where I am. Like, I don't know what I'm going to rate this movie yet because I Same. have I have such a conflict in me. Uh, where like you know the 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 movie yes there was camp in it and and there was humor uh and and there was gore and there was emotion and uh you know some some thematic diving that went on there but was there enough of any of it and i think that's right. that's where i am and so to get there right because we, we we do have to eventually rate the thing uh <laughs> let's start talking about the movie itself right so uh in a section we're going to call instruction manual um because all our favorite toys always came with instruction manuals yeah. that- and you know this girls did not have those ikea simple manuals megan no. did not know no 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 uh no way um so uh, we have w- what i think is a pretty straightforward story which yeah. i think a lot of times with these horror movies uh particularly these horror movies that are kind of like uh redos of like basic premises that we've seen mm-hmm. before like they go way overboard and they they convolute the story and it's like okay but wait who was this guy and how did he get to this place and how's he yeah. involved in this thing and we really don't have that here with megan like the setup is given to you in the first scene and yeah uh, really. Yeah. And then like the second scene kind of gives you everything else you need. So um, does the story work for you? Uh, Do you think that this is a good story? Do you think that it's a scary story? Um, How how did you feel about the, the, the story itself? So I, I, like you, I, I can appreciate, like I, I'm famously one of those people who I love movies and TV shows where it's like, Oh, it's only a cast of four people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm one of those people who I'm all about economy of story, economy of characters. So I can appreciate something like this, which like you said, from the beginning, dead parents, she's living with her aunt. Aunt works at a toy, fa- uh, toy company. 
creates the AI as a babysitter. Like, I mean, that, that's in. okay. Yeah, that's it. Like, that is literally like in three mm -hmm. sentences. I just told you the right, and then it all goes awry. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if it was scary. Um, mm -hmm. It was entertaining. Mm -hmm. I don't. It, it, I will say to the point where I was telling uh, my boyfriend last night. I was like, you know, oh, D David, you know, asked me to be in to talk about Megan, and his first question was literally, "Was it a horror movie, though?" Right, and <laughs> and, and so I was like, well. She kills like eight people. Yes, it's like just. Uh, I mean, there, yes, it's a horror movie. But there's Halloween movies where they don't kill that many people. Seriously, <laughs> it was just funny how he was like, "Yeah, I guess it was." So that that put me down on a whole other path where I was like, "Well, but is it a horror movie?" I mean, yes, ostensibly it, it is, right? But kind of what you were saying, like, does it lean into it enough? Does it not? Is it trying to be some type of parable? Is it right? You know, it, it, there's just a lot going on without there being a lot going on. If that makes any degree of sense. And I know I just like talked out of both sides of my mouth, but it, it, like, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm kind of on Megan's side. <laughs> People suck. <laughs> Not just that. Like, can we, okay. I, I, you know, we've seen this story before, you know, the child goes to live with the relative who, doesn't know how to be a parent. Okay, but has Allison Williams, for somebody who works at a toy company, ever actually met a child? <laughs> you have to pay a little bit of attention. Because, listen, I get it. You're a workaholic, rah, rah, but you work for a toy company. Like, if she was a lawyer, like, if she was, like, a corporate lawyer, that'd be one thing, right? But, no, no, you literally have to work with children at some point. And she just has, like, no concept of this kid. Mm -hmm. Like, at all. Like, it, it, it's not even, like, she walks through the door and it's not even like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to... No, she's just kind of like, I don't know, I got some waffles and shit. It's like, no, you, you have to take care of a kid now. Like, I don't yeah. have kids and I know that. Ba bathroom's over there. My office is here. That's where I'll be. <laughs> yeah. I'll, like, I'll see you around. <laughs> like, I, I just... I didn't buy that she actually cared about the, the kid, to be quite honest with you. Like, even by the end where we're supposed to be like, oh, her heart melted and grew five times that, you know, five sizes that day. I'm like, no, she's just doesn't want people to die, which is fine. You know, that's a very human way to, you know, I just don't want people to get murdered by this robot. But I didn't buy that. She actually became a parent by the end of the movie. Right. I don't know how you felt about, about that. I, mean, I don't know if I'm talking. So, purpose, but no, I, no, I, I, I there was a moment where um, she asked about screen time. I wrote that down too. Yeah. And um, like, I, I, I took notes by the way yeah, for this movie. I, yes. I, I never, I never take notes. Um, <laughs> I, I, famously, I just, I, I wing it. This, this is what I do. Uh, so let's see how good I am at that because I always have Daniel to back me up here with his notes because he's very meticulous. Um, so she says, you know, Oh, you know, uh, how much screen time she was, I don't know, you, you decide for yourself. Like whenever you're done, you're done. And I paused the movie and I turned no. to my wife and I said, has she never even heard of children before? Like, the, right. it, because she works in a toy company, right? Thank you. So she works in a toy company. So she has to be aware of like what is going on in the world of child development, because if you're developing toys for children like you have to be aware of this so like she's Especially in a tech a tech company a tech toy she's right. not designing barbies right mm -hmm. like no it is a tech toy company i you know i i just 
to me, she seems so unprepared, like, like, like she didn't even like Google or uh, top 10 things to do as a new parent. <laughs> top 10 things to do with an orphan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, 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 but, but she's, she doesn't want to give up the child. Right. You know, like she's, she's really like, no, I, I don't know that my sister would have wanted that. Well, your sister's fucking dead and, and you are not, you're, you're clearly not cut out for this, you know? So like if, if his parents want to take the kid, let him take the fucking kid. Yeah. At least, uh, at least I, that's where I was at as far as her as a parent. Yeah. It's just, and, and okay. I'm going to shift a bit and talk about the therapist. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that therapist. Uh, right in the goat ass. Yeah. Okay. When that woman walks in and she's like, oh, there's toys on the shelf. And she's like, no, those are collectibles. And then Allison Williams is like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, no, it's not. And you know what? Fuck you, therapist. Because as somebody who has collectibles, you know what? No, you have to establish boundaries with children. Yeah. And then you have to tell them. This is for you and this is not for you. And I'm sure Homegirl has a toy somewhere in her room that she brought with her from the middle of the mountains in the snow, wherever the hell they were when, the, you know, the thing died. Yeah. So her parents died. Like, no, I hate that therapist. I hate that therapist because, you know, she's judging her for having collectibles. And those are expensive mm-hmm. collectibles because you could tell those are kaijus, okay, from Tokyo yeah. and shit. That she probably got on her travels. And so vintage. The, the packaging was, 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 was yeah. very old on that stuff. Um, yes. Well, also, like, the gall. Of you to yeah. walk into someone's home and be who's never been a parent, right, right, and 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 you as the professional are woefully unprepared, like you did not bring the the manipulatives for this oh, exercise. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. What kind of fucking therapist are you? You're about as good a therapist as as uh, Allison Williams is a toy designer, <laughs> because everything she fucking designs doesn't work. <laughs> Nothing she designs works the way it's supposed to. Well, what is it the the whatever the the, the Furbies that that she creates? I guess that right. works how it's supposed to. It doesn't kill anybody, so I guess it's okay. If, if that if that is where the bar is, then yeah, okay. So she had one successful design. <laughs> I think if you don't kill anybody with your toys, it's a good day at the office. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this thing didn't, you know, bite your lips off. So, uh, you know, it's it's successful. Also, what 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 is the um, like? Why were these things shitting everywhere? Yeah, it, it was it was such a it, it, there there was such a focus on that. And I know that there are like dolls yeah. that are like you know the the focus is on um, like uh, brainwashing <laughs> little girls into being mothers, right? Right. So, well, that's the only uh, way to do it, David. Really. It, 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 it re- I mean, that's that's what worked with me, and now I'm, I'm a fantastic <laughs> mother. So, <laughs> um, you know, you, you you feed it, and then it'll it'll piss and it'll shit, yeah. and and you got to change its diaper. Um, so I, I I mean I guess that's where this thing was coming from because I don't remember a Furby ever taking a shit. No, um, I don't either. And then the competitor Furby that was created, like the ass lit up. When it had yeah. to poop or something right. like too much focus on the ass of these toys that are meant for children. Like, is this what they right. mean by you know woke? I don't know. What 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 is this? Like, I, I I didn't know what the message in that was, but I did really appreciate the like competitor toy company thing. Yeah. You know, where he's like Hasbro's. You know, just took a shit. Um, like, I I really like that line. Yeah. Um, you know, there's. There's some good stuff to this story, I think. You know, there's there is some 
emotional weight to it um, that unfortunately I think is not really explored. Correct. Uh, because like Correct. you say, at, at, at the end of the story, uh, Gemma, Allison Williamson's uh, character doesn't really learn anything. I mean, she, she learns that you can't have an AI parent a child. Right. And like, well, you, you can, can but <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Listen, you, you, Megan you was about caution. to do a much better job than Gemma. Like, let's not pretend she wasn't going to ride or die for that kid. Um, yeah, uh, it, it, I just got in my mind, like the, the that line from Terminator 2, where Sarah Connor is talking about how the Terminator would never get angry with John and would never get drunk and hit John. I'm like, the Terminator is a fucking awesome dad, right? Uh, like Megan would be a great, great fucking parent. Um, Megan, Megan did did have a moment like I, I I literally wrote this down where she was the kid forgot to flush again and she literally says where is it oh she's like she says Katie seriously flush the toilet I'm like yeah. Megan's this close to losing it with Katie though <laughs> like she was about to be like no hola like what the hell's yeah. wrong with you kid like you know yeah. I was waiting for the how many fucking times do I have to tell you I want that movie <laughs> that'll be in the sequel. You know, because when she goes into uh, what was it, Elsa, <laughs> Elsa, um, you know, there's there's cle they're clearly setting up a sequel, and and I want it, I want the sequel because oh, I same. think there's I think there's enough in this movie to say, you know what, this was good, um, right. it wasn't great, but it was Let's good, it. and um, and as with any horror franchise, the sequel always goes bigger, and yeah. that can either be like the death toll. Or it can be like, oh, wait, but the actual killer just showed up. You know, like that's that's like really cool, you know? So there's there's stuff, there's stuff going on here. I, I think yeah. I think there's there's a lot in this movie where it's like, okay, um there's I can ideas. dig this. There's good ideas. I just I think the movie wasn't terribly long either, which you know, oh, no. for no. horror movies, I, I think are the kind of movie where you gotta get in and get out real fast. You know, it's uh, it's it's we're talking about a one night stand. We're not talking oh, I, I, about a, a, you might you know, not a even protracted get a relationship, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, uh, we doing this or what? Yeah, it's like it was nice. Thanks for the memories. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, even though they weren't so great. Um, that's a yeah. It, it is a good one. A good um, one. so I, I think though that if they would have maybe given us a little bit more and push that hour and 40 to like two hours and kind of explored some of these uh, really interesting ideas that they have here. Yeah. Like, like I've never before seen in a horror movie um, the concept of like, you have to become a parent now explored in the way that they were trying to explore yes. here because like I, i've seen rosemary's baby and it's a fantastic movie but the whole movie's about that right so they right. have that you know an hour and 45 or two hours whatever it is to really just explore that one theme but then there's also like the conscience of the toy designer the conscience of the tech developer that's right. going on here too and that's a really interesting thing also mm -hmm. then there's also like the psychology of the grieving child that's really interesting, you know, because we've seen that done in horror movies, but I really like the way that they were trying to do it here, yeah. where like there's a big focus on like the grieving process. 
all of those are fantastic yeah. ideas, but they're and I, and I, never really explored. And I think it's it's kind of to your point about the grieving child, like this entire movie, you could make the argument takes place over like two and a half weeks, three weeks, maybe, which I think, mm-hmm. again, it lends itself to the things that you're saying, right? Because we're not getting this, you know, oh, she's been here a year and she's still processing. Oh, right. it hasn't taken or whatever. Like you're almost seeing them deal with this in a version of real time, mm-hmm. which again, it could have been interesting to explore that a little more if, if, if this was a slightly different movie. Right. Again, not it's not a bad movie if it was just a slightly different movie. I I think that the the biggest problem with this movie is that it can't decide which movie it is. Well, Megan's um, in a whole other movie. Megan herself is in a whole other movie than mm-hmm. the movie that's happening. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, why is a doll walking into a house taking off her sunglasses and instantly you know she's judging the decor like <laughs> like you know you know she walked in with those little scanner eyes of hers and she's like hmm, interesting couch you know it, we saw i mean it was there i mean you know that's what i mean like she you know seriously katie flush you know she's mm-hmm. she's in a different movie if, yeah. if you really kind of pull her out and look at her dialogue and just the way that she walks through it almost like you know whatever happened to baby jane mm-hmm. it, it's it, and and this other movie is this like learning to deal with loss and how you come to grips it's like they took a, a a drama and just plopped this little horror tornado in the middle of it right. <laughs> that's that is really interesting um because the whole dynamic of the movie shifts with the introduction of megan because it does Which seem like it's going to be a family like drama minutes in yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that because, you know, Which is great. in, in yeah. true slasher fashion, the slasher never shows up right away. Um, and, and I think that, you know, building that, that tension is, is great. Um, what I found is that I wasn't so much interested in th- what they were doing with, uh, with Katie and Gemma before the introduction of Megan Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I found myself like my litmus test for how interested I am in a movie uh, or a TV show is how many times I pick up my phone to oh, yeah. like, said that before, yeah. Yeah, to, to check Instagram or yeah. to uh, to, you know, shop for whatever, you know, um, I did it often during this movie. Like really? I had to remind myself. Yeah, I had to remind myself like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm watching this for shiver. Like, let, let me put my phone down, um, you know, because w- when I watch something for myself, you know, I, I might search something up, uh, right. answer a work email, um, answer a text. When I when I do shiver stuff like I try to watch uh, with intent so that so that I can sound smart because I'm not very smart. Uh, oh, but if, but if, but if I can the smartest people I know. All right. <laughs> shut up. Uh, I was send a sentient doll over there to beat you. Oh, my <laughs> Uh, thank you. I was fishing for that compliment. Um, so, <laughs> um, hook, line, and sinker. Um, I, I I had to remind myself, like, no, let me put this down because I I need to be able to know what I'm talking about, you know. And it's not going to be a casual conversation. It's going to be recorded and put out <laughs> into the webiverse. So, uh, I I don't know that it was interesting. In 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 the in the respect that like it didn't capture my interest. The, the Gemma Katie dynamic, 
Right. But but then it, I'm trying to understand now, like rationalize what what you just said about Megan being in a completely different movie. And it makes a lot of sense to me now because like there's to me, there's like a disparity between what the movie thought it was and what the movie really was. And um, I I think I see now because like I, I didn't 100 percent get like the gay icon thing with her. Uh, and, and you weren't the only one that told me this. There were I, I'd seen it on the Internet. Uh, yeah. Stephanie had told me, and many so drag like, queen has already done the dance as part of their acts. I I think I get it. Yeah, I I I think I do. I think I do. Um, but let's move on because I I, I think we've kind of mined everything that there is to 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 mine in the story. Unless so. there's something else that you want to go into. I the only thing I will say about the story is that I feel there are certain things that get set up that don't really have a payoff. Mm-hmm. Um. For instance, the the assistant of the boss who we're shown is like stealing, stealing the plans, secrets, yeah, yeah, of, of Megan and blah blah. Nothing really comes of it, you know. He and and I'm, yeah, he just it's like they just needed to give a reason so that when she kills him, it's okay, right? But she I, kills him. I thought they were setting up a sequel that way, where it's like he's going to take the secrets over to like another company. And then that company was going to develop their own Megan. Oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, that actually, he might have emailed it before he died. Yeah. And that may be the sequel, quite honestly. Right. You know, but but then they also set it up with with Elsie because, like, she obviously uploaded her brain to some sort of, you know, uh, cloud oh. or, or something. And, and now she's an Elsie. Yeah. So, um, and I'm glad that they did that because I do want to see this explored further. Uh, or rather, let me see. Let me say this. I want to see it explored. I yeah. want to see a lot of this explored. Um, one area where I, uh, you know, I was going to say one area where I think this movie shines, uh, but I think it's also a mixed bag, is in the cast, which uh, we're going to call family of toy designers. Um, so uh, th- thank you. Thank you. Uh, I am particularly happy with that one. Um <laughs> Was there it's anyone? Also, it's also great just because it, it's, it lets me segue into some things I took notes about. So thank you for ah, that. Ah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, was there anyone or or two or three or four, however many you want to talk about, this is our show and you know we can do whatever we want, um, that kind of stuck out at you as, as someone of note, whether for good reasons or bad? I actually, the people who stuck out are her coworkers. Mm-hmm. Because they... Why were they there? Um, again, it, it just it kind of comes back to my whole thing about like they they set up these characters, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're just kind of there. And then Megan, I guess again, I like Megan. She's I, I maybe she's tough but fair. She lets them live, um, <laughs> you know. But then it's like they just show up at the end of the movie and just kind of come out of a car and give a thumbs up sign to show that they're all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so what were you even there for? Because they're, mm-hmm. I mean, her her the the, the female co-worker i guess Tess. you could kind test thank you yeah you could make the argument that she's kind of a jiminy cricket conscious mm-hmm. you know voice a conscience voice where she starts saying like um yeah hi you created this thing so you wouldn't have to parent your your niece yeah but mm-hmm. like honestly you needed two people for one you know for, like like you could have gotten rid of the other guy and yeah he was kind of superfluous he, he kind of seemed there to he was he was uh created to suffer yeah, he was there so that they could have Tess survive, mm-hmm. right? Like so that she had she wouldn't be the one on the receiving end of Megan's 
you know, shenanigans and therefore she survives and he survives. You know, but again, I, I'm not, it sounds weird to say like, I'm disappointed that they lived, but it's one of those, normally those would be cannon fodder characters. Right. Like, no, I am. A, they, I am a little disappointed they lived. I, I they, or at least him. Yeah, I kind of liked her character. Well, yeah, but they're they're essentially like the Dinah Manoff character in the first Child's Play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's what they mm-hmm. should. Be. That, that, that's that's the the role that they play. Yeah. The spot they like fulfill. Yeah. But they weren't. But they weren't there enough to to fulfill that one way or the other. Like mm-hmm. literally fulfill it. Or if they did, I'd be like, okay, cool, a death. You know. But I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, 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 they were there they're fine but uh-huh. but yeah those um, ones that stuck out just as a okay but why right 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 um for me there's uh, i'm i'm gonna hit you with uh with a good mm. and then i'm gonna hit you with uh with a bad um the good ronnie cheng as david the uh the the head of the company blew me out of the water um, he was my favorite character in the movie. Um, just what about every done? time. Um, I know I've seen him in other things. Yeah. And he always plays a very similar character. Uh, well, Shang-Chi. There you go. Um, oh, Crazy Rich Asians. That's one where he played a very similar character. He was like very much a, a, a dick in that movie. Yeah. But he does um, it well. He does it really well. Yeah. The assignment. He did. Yeah. He knew the assignment. Uh, he he made he made me laugh just about every time he was on screen. Yeah. Uh, I did I did laugh occasionally with other characters, but consistently he made me laugh, and um, I, I like chuckled. Like I actually like there was an audible laugh. I lol'd. I lolled. Right. Um, and that doesn't happen often in movies with me. Like it has to be a really funny movie for me to do that. Um, so like it has to be like a like a birdcage or something like that. Okay. Um, you know, it has to be like a like a fish called Wanda or something, like something that's really funny. And and he did that for me. Like he he made me laugh. So so that was that was nice to be treated to that that kind of humor in what is being sold as a uh, a horror movie. So um, that's a good one. Uh, bad ones. Um, I'm I'm gonna limit it to one. The the bully kid. I can't remember his name. Uh, yes, the, 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 the yeah, the one that gets you know his ear ripped off and and run over by a car. Totally deserved um, it, by the way. Yeah, but here's the thing: he deserved it because he was written to deserve it. Um, right. Like, well, that's what I want in a horror movie. I, I want that character that you you, you yeah. kind of have to. You, again, you you when you especially when you have a slasher, you always have to at some point at least have one character who you're kind of like they deserved it. They deserve to to die because that's that's the the line you always have to walk with horror movies, right? Especially slasher movies, you have to be on the good guy side because duh, that means you're mm. not a sociopath, right? But you also want to feel okay when the slasher kills certain characters because they're a dick or they're obnoxious or, or what have you. Yeah. But I think the difference between a good slasher and a run of the mill slasher is when the, the bad guy mm-hmm. has a reason to get it. And I don't think he did because he was, he was stock bully. Like there was, 
no reason for him to behave the way that he did. There is no motivation for him to behave the way that he did. Um, they Have said it. Some kids are just dicks, yo. I, <laughs> listen, man, I teach 150 of them. I was going to say, you're a teacher. You should know right now. Sometimes there's no motivation. The kid's just a goddamn dick. Like, <laughs> But, but there's always context. And um, it, it, I think a good teacher will try to figure that out. Um, he was created for the express reason of giving her someone to kill. And I think when you do that and you don't provide the reason why this person is behaving that way, mm-hmm. um, like, like when, when, when you just see like a, a couple of street toughs in a movie and it's right. like, okay, well, you know, they're, they're going to get their ass kicked now. Um, the first Terminator, I think is the perfect example right? There's these, these three guys and they're hanging around uh, the Griffith Observatory. Why? I don't know, but they seem to be up to no good. And then they're fucking with Schwarzenegger. But they're not fucking with him to, an, to a level where it's like, okay, they deserve to die now. Mm-hmm. They died because the Terminator's awful. Right? They died because the Terminator needs the clothes and they're not giving him the clothes. It wasn't anything that they did that got them there. But what this kid did got him to the point of dying. So to me, it, it was it was cheap. It was really cheap. He was written in a really cheap way where it's like you're paying for your sins. But like, why? <laughs> you know, well, um, no. and, and that, that, that was that was why I really disliked that character, because it's such an easy character to write. It's such a lazy job oh, of sure. writing a character like that. And and in a movie where you're trying to explore all these different thematic elements, and I think you're attempting to treat the movie uh, to a degree of like elevated horror. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, they're but again, trying. But, but but again, there's like there's this identity crisis where like, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it a horror? Is it all these things? And uh, you know, I can't decide whether I treat this character as okay. It's just another you know campy death in mm-hmm. in a campy movie, or is it like, guys, you really dropped the ball on this character? Right, and I think to your point. I mean, again, as I, I, being an adult is being able to listen to viewpoints and 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 shift opinions and and agree to disagree, but still agree. Um, right. um, to, to what you're saying, you know, in a movie where you're dealing with the main character, you know, at least the main the main child, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with the loss of her parents, was he was it a single mother? Because all you saw was his mother. Was he acting mm-hmm. out because he also had lost a parent? So, kind of to your point, it's one of those like, okay, again. I know there's a fine line because it's like, okay, so you make a three-hour movie and you have to give this kid all his fucking backstory too. But it's one of those, like, there, there's there's sometimes there's a way to say things without saying things. And and maybe even if it could have just been, like, one line where she's, you know, talking, where the mother is talking to, to Gemma and could have said, like, you know, yeah, he's been difficult ever since his father died. Or, or you know, or, ever since mm-hmm. we split up. You don't get that. Even that, as as superficial as it could have been, maybe would have gone a little it further provides context right to what yeah. you're saying but mm-hmm. she but but you know even again megan kind of they kind of pick and choose the whole protective thing with megan's kills because in order the dog i get it the dog attacked katie mm-hmm. retribution okay fine favor this guy this kid was picking on Kay- again it's one of those okay 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 i 
really don't know why she killed the boss other than because he yeah. was a dick, right? But he wasn't a dick to her or even to Katie. Or to Katie, right. Quite the contrary. He was he wanted to make Katie the star of the show. So mm-hmm. that was the point where I was like, well, now she's just killing this guy because he's the stock dick boss character. Yeah. Again, that's fine. Like I, 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 I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go with this and 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 have at it because at this point, you know, we're almost at the end of the movie and she's only killed three, you know, what two people and a dog. So like, I need you to ratchet it up just a bit here, Megan. Yeah. Okay. TikTok, but there's no real reason for her to have killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I saw that as a turning point in in her character mm-hmm. um you know so so i thought either this is self-preservation kicking in because he has the power to kill okay you know, megan you know is like the oh, whole okay. program yeah the whole program you know this is not going to happen we have to deactivate her um so she saw him as a hurdle you know that was how i contextualized it. listen because I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm, I'm with you where i was like okay there was no point in this like right. he he sees her as a meal ticket yeah, um, he's all in. Like, if anything, he would probably have a conversation with her and be like, so listen, if you can just keep the killing to a minimum, like, we'll cover <laughs> some of it. We're a corporation. Right. We can figure out how to cover some of it. But just, you know, keep it down to two people a week, maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure he would have been fine with it. And then the, the assistant was another one where I was like, okay, but but why? Well, he, was, he was just – see, again, to your point of her learning, for me – he was one of those like a uh, a uh, uh, murder of convenience because mm-hmm. by killing by doing the whole murder suicide thing that she did with him it took the, it, it took the, the scent off of her but yes yeah uh, so his his was just but, like wrong place wrong time which i which i guess kind of goes to that point of this was self preservation yeah yeah um yeah, you're right but but you have to accept that that's what it is that's happening because there's no indication that she is in self preservation mode um right. you know so so you kind of have to add that layer of context to it uh so again you know the the lazy writing of uh, of these characters of the story um it, it, i think that there are good actors in this movie who are yeah, not given bad. great material yeah you know because um like i'm a i i can't say that i'm a fan of allison williams but everything i've seen her in i like her in um because she was fantastic in get out um, yeah and she's the only one of the cast of girls that i don't actively want to like you know introduce to megan um <laughs> uh so i've never actually seen girls but i've heard that it's like almost unwatchable because of uh of these these characters yeah um yeah um and you know what the the other one and i hate to be that guy but uh violet mcgraw as katie didn't do it for me uh and i don't know if it's the way the character was written or if it was her performance um and like you don't want to get on a child that's the thing i always i'm always a little bit more like Okay, you're a kid. You're still learning the craft. I'm kind of like not but everybody can be Jodie Foster, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. And for those of you who have never seen Taxi Driver, go watch Taxi Driver yeah. because Jodie Foster fucking kills it in that movie. Yeah. Um. And she's like 11 years old or something like that. Yeah. No, crazy. Um, the thing is that um, Violet McGraw was spectacular in The Haunting of Hill House, and oh, I, that I was. 
uh, oh my God, she is awesome. She does such a great job of playing the younger version of uh, Victoria Pedretti's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets a lot of like the nuances that she put in like her performances, like the older version. Uh, but there's like an added layer of innocence and vulnerability that, you know, is also kind of there in the older character, but to a, like to the nth degree, she's spectacular in that. I think these are the only two things I've ever seen her in. Uh, so I can't really say, Oh no, she was in black widow as well. So I did see her in that. Um, I can't remember whether she plays the younger version of uh, Natasha or or Yelena, um, or Yelena but um, nothing negative <laughs> enough for me to say. Oh yeah, I remember she was no good in that. You know, right, so I, right. I I think it was the material here where it was like, and, and there's one scene in particular that pops into my head where, um, like right after she slaps um, Gemma. Oh and, yeah, and like then she saw, like turns it off like that. Right family, yeah, because <laughs> that shit doesn't happen with Cubans. No, no. Uh, Gemma would have turned to into Megan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she, yeah. she would have turned to to the psychologist and said, "You need to leave the room and now, <laughs> because I'm about to make you if you don't." Like, yeah. just yeah. And off comes the chancleta, <laughs> and exactly. you can't sit for a month. Nope. Yeah. Um. Uh, all of our fans in Alabama are <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, <laughs> a chunk like that's a flip flop. Yeah, watch any episode of George Lopez show. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, Mexican Mexican, not Cuban Mexican. For 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 those Americans who true. don't know uh, which part of Mexico Cuba's from. That's right. Um, <laughs> Left of Guadalajara, <laughs> just Hang just up. slightly left. Hang a left, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I don't want to get down on her because I I I have seen her do great work before. Uh, and you need to watch the Haunting of Hill House. I know, wow. I know, because I love Midnight Mass, so I I really do. It's um, I think objectively better than Midnight Mass. Like, oh, it wow, is, it is a masterpiece. But Midnight, Midnight Mass, Mass is my was phenomenal, favorite. So. It's it's my favorite of his shows uh, of okay. all his things. Uh, Midnight Mass is just because like it speaks to me to you know at a personal level. Um, you know, it, uh, well, you know, let's not get into Midnight Mass because yeah, I know, you know right? we're we, going to we, go on a huge tangent. Another three hours of that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to move on to right. uh, like the big draw in this movie, right? Megan. It's all about Megan. Um, I, every time I see this with, with the three in there, um, I want to say it the way that um, Key and Peele said it in that bit on their show. Do you remember the couple that was always fighting and like she would walk, she's like, I'm done, I'm finished. And then she'd walk away, and then he goes, Megan, Megan, <laughs> come back, Megan. I always want to say it that way. I don't I don't know why. But um anyway, yeah. So um just lay it on me, man. You know what what do you think about Megan? I love her. Uh-huh. I love her. I think again, I feel she's tough but fair. Um <laughs> you know, like again, she didn't kill the co-workers. 
she understood. Look, I just got to get out of here. You're not, she, you know, and, her, I, and again, I'm like rationalizing for a fictional doll, like right. fiction on fiction, right? You know, you could almost see her just being like, look, you guys are just doing your job. You're trying to keep me alive. I get it. I just need to get out of this room. Here, a little explosion, but not too big. She could have made that thing bigger. Like, you know, yeah. she she really, she has restraint is, is really, you know, Megan, um, there's a, there's a, poeticness to her to, to her attacks mm-hmm. um you know when she kills the neighbor and she uses the the, the pesticide yeah, that was cool i can appreciate you know that's almost literary the way mm-hmm. she did that um again rational when you know when after she plays toy soldier which again also any fan of martika i'm a fan of um <laughs> she tells Gemma, you know uh, what is it? i wrote this here uh She's like, no, sorry, it wasn't that. It was some other part where she's like, well, hold on a second. I thought we were having a conversation. You know, she's rational. Yeah. She's not just running into a room, blowing shit up, you know. Um, and, and even during another part, she's like, you know, she says like, oh, really? Is that where we are? You know, she's yeah. again. <laughs> I love this character. She's a, She is a whole other movie that has just walked in here while everybody else is playing this like super duper serious. She's like, oh, how cute. Like, you know, she's just. Yeah. Can we I, say that I, they were playing it straight? They were playing it straight. She, she is not. <laughs> ostensibly not um i again it's it's very easy to be like oh yeah you love her because she's the slasher of the movie right and Uh we're and and we're supposed to right Mm -hmm. let's be let's not kid ourselves freddie jason michael leatherface chucky leprechaun you're supposed to love the slasher right if 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 a slasher movie has done its job well you love the slasher you want to see the 80 sequels that are coming after it right they did a good job for me with this like Mm -hmm. i i do like i want her to get i don't want her to be an elsie i want her to get out of elsie because i i love the visual the simplicity of like that she looks like she's a more stylish version of madeline you know it's yeah man i didn't connect that until right now you know i would love to see one of these in 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 paris absolutely and i say next look for the sequel you know they already showed that the idea was to have it be customized. Like, let's just have a fucking United Colors of Benetton version of Megan. Like, just <laughs> all the United Nations of Megan. Like, just have that happen. I, I am here for it. Um, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because this is one aspect of the movie where I thought they knocked it out of the park. She is a great, great horror killer. And I, I see so much potential in her as as a character because there's there's layers to her that i think we we've yet to see um how truly powerful she is i think we've yet to see as well uh we've only seen like glimpses of what she's capable of she keeps um yeah she keeps learning and she um is it is it her that that says to Gemma like you um, you uploaded into me an, an artificial intelligence that you didn't understand? Yes, you know. So like to to me, there's this like added layer of like I know who I am and I'm still discovering who I am because you didn't program me to know it. Yes. So uh, I I kind of like that and and I I also like um like the 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 social commentary that's there right. 
you called her a gay icon. And like at, at the more I discuss her and the more I look at this picture that's in the background here, I'm like, bro, she's fierce as fuck. She you is know? right now giving us RuPaul season 18 runway. <laughs> like she is like literally I'm I, I'm I'm already seeing the next season of Drag Race will mm-hmm. have someone do an homage to this look. It's I, going I really hope so. Because her, not, her outfits then, were very stylish. Absolutely. Again, she had sunglasses. Why <laughs> does an AI doll have to walk in? And she never puts them back on. That's right. the thing. She, it's never even like, oh, when she travels. Again, it could have been a, some throwaway line, right? Oh, the glare of the sun hurts her mainframe. So she had... No, she's in a car. She's not wearing glasses. She right. literally just put them on so she could walk in and be shady as fuck. Like, right. that's the reason this bitch <laughs> put on the sunglasses, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> she, it, she's a great character. And, and I do like that she also used the lesson that she's trying to teach people as she's murdering them um yeah. like um she she used the murder to like teach them a lesson so it was like like with uh with the bully it was the ear yeah you know she's like you know you're not listening and and then she's like ripping his ear off like i i really loved that, that moment really good movie. it was did look good effect? i don't know <laughs> uh I, I i don't know i i i haven't had enough time i saw this on monday but i have oh, been so okay. busy i've I, I have been so busy i haven't had a chance to actually like do a, an awful lot of research on this i i try to um this is, where, we, this is where daniel would come in this is where this daniel is where would come in and, and and then he'd start talking about budget and he would start talking about um uh, you know the, the 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 dp worked on you know such and such yeah. movie uh and and then somehow he'd find some like sigil where he's like, okay, well, this is actually like a a, a, a symbol of of this uh, this cult. Three and from, Megan is yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, your, your your presence is uh, is missed here, Daniel. Yes, but um, like I I, I love that uh, it seemed practical. Like I it I did. didn't did. I didn't at any point in the movie think it felt that visual. that death was just CG. You know, uh, like when, when she slices this guy up, I'm like, yeah, man, fuck yeah. Like, I, I assumed it was a bunch of squibs that was on him that just fucking exploded everywhere. And I love that uh, because it did in that respect seem like a classic slasher, you know, and we actually got slashing, which you don't see an awful That's lot true. in a lot of slashers. Um, you know, like she, every death was with her hands. Like she pulled the, the ear off, you know, she went into a shed. Which you, you don't see very outsource. often. Uh, what's that? Megan doesn't outsource. No, 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 no. no. She's very hands on. Yeah, uh, you know, but that was like one of the things that I love so much about Jason Voorhees in those in those early Friday the Thirteenth movies mm-hmm. is like everything is taking place right around Camp Crystal Lake. So he's walking into like some guy's shed and he's like, "What do you got a rake? All right, guess what? You're being raked to death." You know, uh, and and that's what happened. Where it was like, "What do you have here? All oh, this like." pressure uh washer thing with this chemical great death by pressure washer chemical and 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 to me it was like this is what a classic slasher killer does and and the way that she just kind of like sat there and and looked at 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 that lady uh what was her name at celia when uh when she was like i know that she killed the dog and she just sat there and she mean mugged her she's like (laughs) 
you ain't never gonna find that fucking dog. That's right. You know, yeah. I, I I thought that she as as a as a villain, as a, as a hero too, because she is there to uh, to protect Katie, is fantastic. Like she is demented Terminator, and I love that. Well, yeah, the the best villains are are people who believe in their mind that they're the hero. Mm-hmm. And in her mind, she I mean, number one, she's just doing what she was programmed to do. But right. she is protecting her charge. Like that is that is ultimately what she was meant to do at all costs. So she's not just some maniacal, crazy, mustache twirling villain. You know, <laughs> she is she's like, no, no. My objective here is to raise Megan. I'm sorry, uh, to raise, Katie. you know, Katie. And uh, and again, this is just one of those things where I'm just like, when she just gives her the whole like talking down in the in the kitchen after she's just like, yeah. you know, sit down, have a seat. We're gonna chat now. And she's just like, you're a career woman. This wasn't in the cards. <laughs> I'll take care of her. You do your thing. We'll be a progressive little family. You know, like she is just like. Okay, sure. Why not? You know what? I didn't want the bread anyway. Fuck it. Let's just have at it. Like, you know, I mean, she has a plan. She is, again, she is resourceful, just like every drag queen I've ever met. And so, again, with, you know, gay iconography. Yeah, and it, she, she doesn't turn on Katie until she realizes that Katie can no doesn't trust her anymore when she sees like the 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 emotion meter moving and it's and it shows trustworthy or or trusting or something like that um uh uh you know she's like oh okay i've got her like she's back she's back with me now like i i I can be her mother again also Uh, talk about how that's slightly sociopathic on katie's end that she was able to just project trust when she was about to betray her i (laughs) No, I, I think I think she did actually <laughs> great. Uh, I, I think that she was actually trusting, but she was finally trusting Gemma. Oh, okay. See, this at least that's what I got from this it. This is why you're one of my smarter friends. Because I, I I just thought I, the girl I was think a psycho. You need a new group of friends. I, <laughs> if if I'm one of the smarter ones, uh like fuck, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um I uh, no, I've met your friends. You've got a good yeah, friends. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, they're lovely people. Um, but that's, <laughs> no, I love great my friends. Pers- love great personalities. Great personalities. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I kind of got that from from that scene where it was like, okay, she's she is trusting, but who is she trusting right now? She's she's trusting, right. and, and then when she you know tries to kill her, it's like, oh, okay, she's trusting Gemma. Yeah. And again, um, self preservation kicks in. Right, you know. So th- the only thing that I would like about uh that i think i could do more uh with megan is to better define what happens to her after they try to deactivate her like is there like a uh, a self-preservation that's happening uh is she now like has she just gone full like chaotic and right doesn't give a fuck anymore protocols are gone right you know and she's just like okay why well, i need to be as powerful as possible i need to be like does she it, and an if that's the case, like, does she still even care about Katie? If, if she's just like, okay, well, I can kill anyone. I can do anything. And um, so I, I would like some more refinement to her character mm-hmm. post deactivation. 
but um, we don't get it. Hopefully that'll happen in the sequel because the movie is obviously going to get a sequel. I think it um, hasn't that already been greenlit. I mean, I, I, has I, it something like that seems a given to me that it's that it's happening. I mean, it seems like it would be because lots of people are talking about it um, and, and whether, nowadays, it's, whether it's good or good. bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In November of 2022, New York Times reported the Universal was pleased with how the film turned out and is planning to make a sequel. Course, In January 2023, uh, Johnstone confirmed talks of a sequel with Juan explaining that he has an idea of where sequels would go. So sequels, Oof. many sequels. You're okay. a franchise now, baby. Yeah, Universal set a release date of January 17th, 2025. Oh, wow. Okay. And revealed that the title was Megan 2.0. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is kind of perfect. And and I do want to see more Megan. I would like to see her in the movie more. I would like to see more kills. Uh, because yeah. the kills I thought were fairly inventive. Like even when she wasn't doing the actual killing, uh, like ripping the ear off was great and then scaring him into traffic was awesome like that's a, a great way <laughs> yeah you know it's kind of like i'm just gonna stand here and you're gonna run that way and then you're gonna fall into a pit and die like also, that's that's can, just as effective as like throwing a spear through your head can can we talk for a moment it's 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 about megan but it's about the world that she inhabits so megan is a toy megan is a mm-hmm. doll megan mm-hmm. is about to become the hot new toy so mm-hmm. no one has seen her for all intents and purposes, right? Okay, because they're they're, they're going to debut her, but she has to stay living with the, the family. Mm-hmm. Right, great. I have seen people have more of a reaction to a human walking in with purple hair than they do when this doll <laughs> walks into a room looking like a child. Because at most, they kind of go like, oh, it's a doll? Well, great. And they just go off on their way. Like, yeah. I oh, you can put so it with many, the other dolls. Yeah. Like, I would have so many questions. I'd be like, wait, how does it function? What is what? Are you working on it? Where's it from? Like, nobody seems concerned at all right. to the degree of autonomy that this toy mm-hmm. has. Like, they just kind of run it Because it is being marketed like, as a toy. I mean, and it hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. It hasn't come out yet, which means that none of these people should be this nonplus about like oh that's the new megan toy that i've heard about oh i saw that on tv no it hasn't been announced yet so they're just kind of like yeah so anyway so here's what do you want for lunch like they're so (laughs) just blasé about this doll that i'm like that that's that's a sticking point for me that like nobody seems like they they don't care to put that to put that in perspective a couple years ago um, I don't know how well uh, people out there are familiar with action figure articulation, right? Um, but I am little... very familiar with it, so you and I are, are gonna enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so here we go, right? So, I just grabbed the closest one I had to me. Here's a yeah. here's a uh, an Ash Williams figure from Ash, yeah. uh, from the original Evil Dead, right? Yes. Now, uh, these joints here, right, where his elbow is. Right. That's that's a joint. Right. It moves on a hinge. Right. Uh, You have a certain amount of articulation and nothing more. When we saw for the very first time that there was double articulation. Oh, my God. In uh, in elbows and in in knees. um, The the 
the toy community lost its fucking mind. Like yeah. literally lost its mind yeah. because now for the first time ever, you can get the articulation on an action figure that you have. So the level of posability is oh like, it's insane, right? Um, I, I have some with, you know, double articulation behind me, but I'm not going to yeah. go find them because I don't remember which ones have it. Um, but I mean, also, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. I, I, right. Yeah. yeah. But I, I know that you're a toy guy, right? So, like, yeah. if something like that, like, just joints. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> send the toy collecting world ablaze, right? This thing is literally a fucking robot, right? Like, you could, send, you could send it into war and it would decimate. Like totally decimate the yeah. the the enemy. Like the way that in Raiders of the Lost Ark they talk about the Ark like leveling mountains and laying waste to entire valleys. Like that is what a Megan, one Megan, would do to the enemy. You know, like right. the, the America would have won the Cold War. <laughs> All right, we would have won Vietnam. Yeah, we would have won Korea with just a handful of them. Yeah, like yeah. just yeah. just send five to Ukraine. Just Done. send five, and the Done. war is fucking over. Yeah. All right. The Russians would be begging for us to take take the Megans back. Yeah. All right. Dasvidanya. See ya. You don't fucking fuck with us anymore because we've got a Megan. Right. No one seems like at all in shock that it's like, oh well, that's that's cool. You you built that yourself. Like if it's a fucking Lego set. I Which, by the way, I've seen Lego much. sets that have impressed me more than she impresses that that fucking school counselor or whatever the fuck yes. she was. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like that was I upsetting. Wish they, <laughs> I wish they even had that fraction of the excitement you just had in your voice about double articulation, about <laughs> this goddamn ball <laughs> that functions on its own, like yeah. a little bit, just a smidge. No one's impressed. Right. No one's impressed. Like, they all treat her as if she is Rosie from the Jetsons. As if that was just something that exists. Right. Not that she's a prototype that's about to change the face of toys forever. Mm -hmm. No. No. Yeah, no. It's Rosie from the Jetsons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, you should be much more excited about Rosie from the Jetsons. Because Rosie's well, the fucking shit. She's awesome. Also, she's programmed with, like, a New York accent. Who doesn't love that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, who thought of that point like what programmer was like you know what a maid should sound like <laughs> <laughs> mr j oh i'm gonna claim the like like why yeah. should she sound like joan rivers i don't know elroy you forgot your lunch yeah <laughs> like, i slaved all out. day for this roast beef sandwich <laughs> um anyway uh before we 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 just uh get get into uh impressions here Yes. Uh, um we gotta rate this movie all right okay. uh well, yeah, we're already we're already at that point of the show we're, we're at that we're at that point that of the flies. show man we we've just been uh been bullshitting for for, is... for an hour here Boy, uh, i love like, coming on this show it's, it's i'm hanging out with my buddy you know <laughs> um so so as far as ratings go um you know for those of you that are tuning into shiver for the first time um you may not know this but we don't like to use stars as our rating system uh we like to use a different metric for every movie because we feel that movies should be rated against themselves and um and, and that they should be judged for what they are 
not for what they're not. Uh, unless, of course, what it's not is like a big deal. So uh, as it will be in my rating. So um, I, feel like, I feel like every time you say that now, you're you're referring to Barbarian. Um, <laughs> very often I am. Uh, like that's that's where the bar is for me. Which I like that movie a lot more than you did, just for the record. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you did. It, almost everyone did. Um, I, I know I know that I'm the anomaly here. So, but I appreciate um, you for being that anomaly, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I I th- I think that I'm um, I'm a good anomaly. You're... <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's a possible. Yeah, they wouldn't thing. send you back. The time variance wouldn't send you back. You'd be okay. Yeah, you'd, you'd be allowed to exist. Yes. Right. Right. Thank you. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now I just want to hang with Loki and but, just get well, who trouble. doesn't? Yeah. Um. So we discussed at the top of the show or before the show started um and uh, we've come up with a rating system so ish out of a yeah. possible five awkward distracting dances how many awkward distracting dances do you get that and that's the one it's right there. Oh, that's great <laughs> how many awkward distracting dances do you get this all right so like i said at the beginning of the of the app Number one, I like bad movies, right? So I'm already like uh, I'm already predisposed. Right. Again, this is not a bad movie, but but I say that as almost like a disclaimer, right? Which is like, I love the sleepaway camps. I love mm-hmm. showgirls. I love like like just I I have a, a a a fondness for things that are maybe not everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I actually think I started off higher than where I'm going to result. Mm-hmm. After having spoken to you, I feel like even though I will watch this movie again, I've already seen it one and a half times. I half being because I watched it before uh, recording today, but Mm -hmm. just big chunks of it, not the entire thing. I will definitely watch this movie again. I could see myself watching this movie again. I feel like especially the end part where Megan just becomes, you know, a sass bot. I would totally (laughs) like I I mean, I want to memorize some of the dialogue like I'm here for it. Yeah. But then there's the other there's there's a non-megan parts of the movie right so i it's out of five right out of five out of five so i'm kind of vacillating between a three and a half and a four Mm -hmm. because again like i i like what the movie is but i recognize what it's not Mm -hmm. so i'm going to go with a four only because that is how much I love that damn doll. Um, she's okay. she, she's she's cranking up the 0.5 from a 3.5 to a four. You know, mm-hmm. ultimately, like we said, it it does seem like it's two different movies that that are trying to coexist. And if I can reference uh, a recent episode of, that you guys did where you were talking about Leprechaun, mm-hmm. you know, Leprechaun is an example of a movie that right out the gate understood it's not this or this; it's both of them. It right. is a hybrid. It, it was woven into the movie seamlessly in a way. Whereas I, I don't know this movie understood that part of it to the degree that I wanted it to. But then again, Megan's just so fucking cool in and of herself that I'm just like, you right. know what? I'm going with a four. I, I, I recognize it's faults, but the heart wants what it wants. Um, so a yeah. four is where, is where I'm four distracting dances is where I'm settling. Um, I'm actually going to do the opposite and I'm going to come up from where I was. Um, okay. I, um, I was very meh about this movie when I saw okay. it. 
uh, yeah, I was like, you know, this this movie has an identity problem. It doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be, and it suffers because of that. Um, and we've done movies like this before, where it's like, you know, the the inability to commit to a um, to to a movie. And 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 wanting to like pick and choose different movies that you want this to be, uh, like it, to me it felt almost like um, like it was hacked up by a studio, which is probably, probably what it was. Yeah. Um, where like the director had his vision, the writer had his vision, the producer had his vision, and then the studio had their vision. Um, and and I think that that's the problem is that there's there's so many different movies in here, and every one of them seems like a good movie. Right. But because we don't get to really see that one movie, they all suffer. Um, in talking with you about Megan, I've I've come to really appreciate like Megan the character even more. Uh, she was my favorite thing about the movie coming into it, and she is many times more my favorite thing in the movie now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come up to three and a half okay, awkward, okay. distracting dances. Uh, which is going to uh, we're going to meet somewhere in the middle there with three and three quarter awkward, distracting dances. So you just stop in one turn. You're like, oh, that's it. That's all I got. Nothing else. And uh, they're much better. Yeah. Uh, or we can vogue. Right. We can't. We can't. We can, well, we can if, listen, Megan can vogue the house down boots or whatever the kids are saying <laughs> nowadays. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. Three and three quarter uh, awkward, distracting dances for Megan. Very excited for a sequel. I will say that, you know, as uh, as as kind of average as this uh, this rating is. I would still um, recommend it. I, 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 yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, I feel like the rating that we gave it is is almost like not accurate in terms of what I recommend it. Right. Because. I still see it, see it, make up your own mind, mm -hmm. but understand going in that you're not getting the movie, the trailer sold you. Right. Yeah. I think that that's, that's a good way of putting it. Um, I, I think that anything that's higher than a two and a half is a recommendation. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, to, you know, two and a half, like that's 50%, you know, uh, at two and a half, I don't know that I would recommend the movie to you at a three. I would recommend the movie to you because I like more than I don't. And, okay. and I think right. if I like more than I don't, I would recommend it to you. Uh, I would let you know its flaws, right? Once we get to that, that four uh, category, you know, that's oh, where it's well, like, okay, yeah, 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 you know, uh, unqualified, you yeah. know, just, just. What are you go, waiting for? Yeah, just, just go watch it. And five is like, why are you not watching this right now? Stop talking to me. Go watch the fucking thing. So, uh, so thank you so much, Ish, for oh, for being on you. here and spending time with me. And um, I like I love when spending people time spend with time you guys. With me. Yeah, I love spending time. Um, with, well, with both of you, I love spending time with both of you. But you know, you know, I love spending time with you, even if, even when we're not being recorded. Um, yeah, which sounds creepy, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like no, I enjoy spending time with you when we record it. <laughs> we're only when we're on camera. <laughs> so, so thank you so much, uh, Ish. Uh, would would you like to uh, to talk about anything you've got coming up? You, of course, have a fantastic podcast. Um, you know, season. I don't think I've been on since season six started. Uh, better let me tell you, but it's it's we're currently in our sixth season, which is so crazy to me. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, you know, every we drop a new episode every Friday, uh, every hashtag Battle Friday, and. Twice a month, we also drop a bonus midweek episode where we do an interview, um, you know, with just 
it's a mover shaker or, you know, sometimes it's a very well-known celebrity. Sometimes it's somebody who we think should be well-known and, and uh, it's just, it's been fun. It's still fun, which is key to, mm-hmm. to doing this. Cause let's face it, we're not being coming rich off of this. Um, right. So the minute we stop having fun, we should stop doing it. Probably. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's, that's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah. You know, a, I, I don't make anything off this. You know, I, um, I, I make enjoyment. You, there you go. I make memories. For yourself and others. Yes, uh, but mainly for myself. Um, I'm not really thinking about anyone else. I'm a very selfish but they, person. But, but, but your memories are also uh, uploaded to the cloud like Megan. Like so, Megan, yeah. Yes. Uh, background. background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you so very much. Make sure that you tune in every Friday to Better Let Me Tell You where you can hear Ish uh, and, and DJ uh, prattle on about all the greatest stuff that's going on in pop culture, uh, specifically uh, Miami and, and Latino culture. Uh, it's a fantastic show. It's really funny, uh, particularly when they have me on. I'm a fantastic guest. <laughs> we gotta get you back on honestly we we Thank do you. we do because well well we had your wife on several times so i feel yeah. well, and, yes and, but and she's listen, a much better guest host than i am yeah but i don't want to be the reason for an unhappy home so i i feel you know you should come oh no no no, no it's, it's, it's not you i'm the reason for the unhappy home <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so make sure that you check out uh, all our social media. Everything is at ShiverPod. Uh, Daniel does a really good job. The, the Shiver IG. Yeah. <clears throat> Daniel does a really good job. I am way too old at heart for that. Uh, I've tried. It's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, at, at heart, yes. Um, <laughs> you are much younger than I am in every other respect, other than the actual age. Uh, <laughs> As I was by the fact that as we're recording this, because this is, I mean, for those of you who aren't watching it, I'm like in a cut off shirt, like cut off, sleeveless cut off shirt. He's in a blazer. So yes, yeah. that is, uh, I think that's indicative of, of, of our relationship and our personalities. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have, um, I, I have I have a nice collection of blazers and I almost never get no, to wear them. It's so super the one you're wearing, it's like a thank nice, you. Is like, it's like a shark skin. It looks it looks very like silvery. Um, it's uh it's it's a navy. Um, oh, it's not. It's not navy. Um, uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you know silver. what? It, it does look kind of silver. It does look shark skin, actually. Uh, I yeah. do like shark skin. I have a shark skin blazer. Uh, this is uh, worsted wool, um, uh, just in in navy. But the finish is is. Yeah. I think this is my favorite. Yes, you've now yeah. tuned into Shiver Couture. Yeah, where we where we just discuss blazers for for the next hour. Yes, uh, and uh, and pocket squares. So let's uh, let, let, let's throw a pocket square in here. There we go. All right. I'm jealous. I don't. Can, I don't can know you see the pocket square, square now? There you go. That, that, actually, it's not you know really. What? This is a microfiber cloth. It's, okay, uh, but with that said, because it's reading silver, that like baby blue color really popped. So oh, gl- I'm, really I'm glad. Yeah. So now I have to get one uh, that color for this blazer. Um, yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, before we go completely off the rails, uh, we'll, we'll do the sign off. Uh, so thank you all so very much for tuning in. Um, make sure you tune in next week when Daniel will be on, uh, with a guest. Uh, I can't remember which one they're going to be doing. I don't know if it, if it was decided yet, but they will be on. Uh, I, I won't be here. Um, so, uh, it'll be another, uh, another, uh, one host, one guest host, uh, episode. 
And uh, and then hopefully the week after that, Daniel and I will be back on together um, where we will decide who gets to be uh, the next guest host, you or Andy, to figure out who's going to take the lead in most uh, most episodes guest hosted. Is this going to turn into like a Shiver Highlander situation? Because I mean, there can only be one. There can only be one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so be on behalf of all of us here at Shiver, fright you very much. <laughs>